Live from Cape Town, this is the voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. The voice of the Cape. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, and faith. This is Cover Mode. Assalamualaikum. We have Shanaz Moors in studio, and we're going to get straight into it. Today, we're talking about unmet needs. Now, I have a lot of unmet needs. So you would have a lot of needs. No, she yes. says it like it is. I'm not so high. I, I identify. <laughs> no, this is not a criticism. This is a sisterhood. I'm high. My family refers to me as the high maintenance one. You know, you always have a group of sisters, then there's that one. And by high maintenance, <laughs> she's referring to emotional needs. Yeah, mm. I, I demand a lot. But at the same token, I give a lot. That's, so. uh, that's tr- so mm. true. We want to love with everything. And um, but we also expect the same return. Yes, and that's where we fall short. So you gave me a lot of reading. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I just know, and I had to squeeze through it. But I'm not going to do this on my own. No, we're no, go through no. all of this right now. And um, to start with, um, unmet needs refers to the needs that a person didn't manage to satisfy yet. If I'm correct. And then Shanoz Moss is a registered counselor and founder of Happy Confident Me. So she does counsel uh, on emotional well-being. But we'll chat more about what she offers as well. But today we're talking about unmet needs. Now, where does one begin with unraveling what those unmet needs are? Uh, You know, it's... I don't want to get all psychological, but unfortunately, (laughs) you know, the the theory of human needs was founded like a long time ago by Abraham Maslow. And in 1950 something, 54, he came up, he finalized what he called the hierarchy of needs. Mm -hmm. And the rest of psychology was like, ah, this makes sense. That at the basis of people's needs um, is physiological needs. So we're looking at basic Food, water, warmth, shelter, mm-hmm. those things. And now if you think about South Africa, you'll know how much of the population does not have basic needs. So you cannot move on to the next level of the pyramid. We'll get to the top and we'll tell you what's on the top. And I'll tell you what I think reach the top. Very few people. So after I've got my food, my warmth, my shelter, and I get to sleep well at night, my safety and security needs get met. Mm-hmm. So, okay, so I... I I feel safe where I live. Again, a question mark in South Africa. I enjoy where I work. You know, I belong to a religious organization where I'm accepted and I accept its beliefs. So there we go. We're all safe and secure. So we've got this need sorted out. That's the start. So we've got those are basic needs. We move to psychological needs. And this way it gets tricky. Mm-hmm. I think this is where we're going to get stuck in today's talk. <laughs> because there we talk to the need of belongingness and love. Intimate relationships, friendships, family. So, um, so you can understand, we can actually get stuck there. Because there's so many. There's so many, but we have to finish the pyramid. The next psychological need is the layer of esteem, self-esteem. So that's when you feel accomplished. You actually respect others, you respect yourself. So we know already we started the year for self-esteem with our first segment. Uh, in the first school term, I think we did. Yes, that. we did. So self-esteem was on our mind early in the year already. And that's where it fits in. So now you've got all these bricks laid for the foundation. And the last 
layer is self-actualization, which is achieving one's full potential, including creative activities. And at this level, it's about morality, creativity, problem-solving, lack of prejudice, acceptance of facts. Mm -hmm. Now we want to know about all this drama racially, why people don't have a lack of prejudice, mm -hmm. why they're full of prejudice, <laughs> the racism is rife. Go back to basic needs. Mm. We're struggling in South Africa. This is turning to a political talk. It's yeah. not my intent. I'm the least political person but it, you will meet. it's also what makes us who we it's are. It's relevant. It's, where it's, we it's live. quite yeah. relevant. So don't want to look for self-actualization in an area where people don't have water, running water, sanitation. Mm -hmm. You know, with it. Another area where there's gunshots being fired mm -hmm. every two or three minutes. Mm -hmm. So you, you're looking at a need. So people's self-esteem will be low. They will struggle in personal relationships to mm -hmm. connect with another person. So it's all, now do you see where it all fits in? Yeah. yeah. So it's all connected and in, at the interwoven is your beliefs and your values. Because what do I believe? How do I know when I'm self-actualized? And I think the people who've come there are so few. If I say who they are, your light bulb will go on. Things like Nelson Mandela, mm. people, you are oh, that kind of being, you know, the people that want to change the world. Mm -hmm. Mahatma Gandhi, people whose presence is so powerful, but in a non-threatening way, mm. I don't know if that makes any sense, mm. where the humility of the people is so, it, it's you can't really compare it. It's on a level because that's self-actualization. Well, you think also of all the, the hadiths and stories of yes. the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If we go back further, know, like yes. I think there we go. There's our first self-actualized <laughs> would be our beloved Prophet. And I mean, some of the other Prophets that followed were striving for this whole thing. To put, we, we, we don't want to say put the needs of others first, but you know there's a greater community here. There's a greater, bigger issue here. And I think when you look beyond yourself, but within the, the boundaries of caring for yourself, you can achieve that. Mm -hmm. It's when you're being destructive to yourself for the sake of others, mm -hmm. you won't really achieve much. You cannot destroy yourself. No, this to brings me back to that. I, I don't, we had this discussion on, on different books that we were reading at the <laughs> time. And the one that rings through for me in, in terms of, of, of an Islamic perspective was the, the book by Cosmology of the Self by Sheikh yes, Lalahari. Yes, you were reading that. And yeah. yes, and he just speaks similar to this. The... The, the the nafs, the different levels of the self and how we go through those different levels of the self, nafsulamara and you know, how we go through our childlike you know, with talks about greed and and when we look at adults today and we look at the behavior or the suffering or the way they need, um, it really rings true to where we stuck at or not really stuck at, but where we need to question ourselves. It's like okay, yeah. I, uh, but, but often we don't know that that is us. Yeah, that the awareness hasn't set yes. in. It's always better to, or easier to look outside oneself for blame, for solution, mm -hmm. um, for rescuing. Well, sometimes it's the other way around. Yeah, always someone, yeah, that, yeah. So, so, you know, you're probably wondering now, what is a need? Mm. Because there isn't a proper, I can't say here's the definition <laughs> for a need. Because I explained what basic needs are, what self-esteem needs are. So as children, we grow up with, with a whole lot of needs. Okay. So an example would be under the big cloud of acknowledgement need falls appreciation, um, recognition, respect, consideration, awareness, celebration. So that's just so. So if you say as a child, I didn't get acknowledgement. So you didn't get 
a feeling of being respected and appreciated and all the others that I mentioned. What happens when your needs are not met? Mm-hmm. What, what are the side effects? Let's just put it like that, you know. And there are side effects. So when feelings are met or when needs are met, you, you, you come out on the other end in a positive way. But I'm, I must tell you, when the needs are not being met, the page is two-sided. <laughs> so the, the negative outcome is double compared oh to what happens. I see, yeah, there's like <laughs> notes upon notes and, and, and yeah, according to so what you're saying, I... So, so an example would be that one mm-hmm. umbrella of acknowledgement gets met. So you will be a compassionate person. And under compassionate becomes affectionate, friendly, helpful, ah. loving, mm-hmm. tender, sympathetic, warm. Mm-hmm. Right. That same need example, if it wasn't met, you will be under the umbrella of fear, being afraid. And you will be mistrustful, reluctant, scared, shocked, skeptical, suspicious, horrified, jittery, fearful, all these emotional words. I love emotional words. (laughs) Anxious, apprehensive. So you can see, we just took one. I mean, Rashan can see herself. I know. How many words are on this page? How many different types of needs there are? So to just put it in an action example, like a concrete need, if you grew up and money was scarce, so your, your need would be to find wealth mm-hmm. at all costs. And happiness lies at the end of that rainbow, the, the success money rainbow. Another p- child who grows up in a wealthy family, they're talking about the self-actualization, you know, changing the world and world peace. So, so for them, happiness mm-hmm. isn't this money because they've always had it. Mm-hmm. But what people often realize is that the need that you often fill isn't the need that's going to make you happy. Mm. Does that make mm. sense, Rashad? Yeah. So yes, you have all this money now one day because that was your need all through your life. But that, that, that feeling that, that everyone seems to be talking about, I still don't have it. Mm. Because it's not a guarantee. We're talking about emotional because there are different types of needs. And I think the focus of being on emotional well-being should be on 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 that on the emotional psychological needs so i mean a lot of us didn't grow up with a lot of money a lot of wealthy but so much love and happiness Mm -hmm. that that translates into having needs met could you say like uh, it's actually trying to fill that spiritual void because it's something that's not you know tangible it's like you can't see it you can't understand it even at some times and like you say in fact um something's been running through my head when you said you know how do you explain a need and mm-hmm. having watched the movie nanny mcphee <laughs> she says when you need me yeah. but do not want, want me i must stay mm-hmm. when you want me but do not need me i must go no. which just points to a need is something that is necessary mm-hmm. that if it is not fulfilled then you are not going to feel whole and you're always going to be searching or you know and if it's a want like you know i want that chocolate you you no. know want when it comes to your kids or even yourself mm-hmm. when you want things that that you don't really need an extra bag yeah you know <laughs> you know on the mark there <laughs> and uh, so what when you when you differentiate between what a need mm-hmm. is maybe that that's what they can but i think you're probably going to give us some exercise i'm sure because we, <sighs> we can't just leave without <laughs> You know, they they do it in life skills. I think my daughter Mm -hmm. came home in grade four, one of these grades, and in her textbook, she had to make a list of wants and needs. Right. So obviously, she's a bit like a mother, so she's (laughs) high maintenance. So obviously, her needs 
you know, include a lot of luxuries. Ah. <laughs> you know, and so we had to explain and, and that once what we want is not a need. Mm. So the, you want something, you desire it. Mm-hmm. I desire to have that. Yeah. It's not going to be life threatening if I don't have it. But imagine to go through your life just having never been seen as a person. Uh-huh. No one's ever really acknowledged. You know, Rashan, you've got stunning eyes. Or Rashan, I love it Thank when you, you smile. Thank you. When you laugh. Or, you know, you have a vibrancy about just I'm just giving mm-hmm. you affirmations. So you, you just got ignored. Yeah. Just, you just got now imagine what you're gonna take into your marriage. Mm-hmm. You were a child who never got acknowledged, mm. never got seen. No one is interested in what you have to say. And I must confess, as a middle child, I, <laughs> I have this need. What is this middle child syndrome? Shush you. you, you <laughs> I'll, I'll do a show one day <laughs> and then you'll understand. <laughs> okay. So, so the middle child's need to be acknowledged. Yeah. Is, it's not saying it's, a, it's standard for every middle child. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, oh, thank you. But when you come to realize that... Oh my word, you know what? I was always looking for attention. Mm-hmm. So my need for attention is what drives a lot of my behavior and my actions, my mm. thoughts, the whole parcel. And I'm like, you know what? I must give myself that acknowledgement. I, you, you find yourself worthy, right? And then a lot of your needs are met. But it's the getting there, Rashan, that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. How do I get to be this self-worth person? So that's where the work comes in. How do you meet these needs? Where do we start? I think you need to identify, first of all, what are the unmet needs? Mm. Um, I was ending off the conversation, but I was saying I only realized in the beginning of this year, and that's where the middle child thing yes, came in. Somebody actually asked. Yeah, that, that uh, as, as, as a middle child, I am a bit of an, a bit, uh, understatement. I'm a lot of an attention seeker. That the need for acknowledgement is strong, and it's and it's 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 you often left lacking because other people don't always tell you that you're amazing or a job well done or whatever it is you need to hear. So I actually tell myself I acknowledge my own accomplishments because who who, who should be your best friend? Yeah. I think that's a whole series mm-hmm. on itself. Be your own best friend. Yes, um, and that's that's about an internal voice that's your friend. Not a negative internal voice that says, oh my God, what are you thinking, woman? No, that says, oh, Shanaz, you are so awesome. You, you always come up with cool ideas or, you know, you're so motivated, you're so passionate. Not out loud while standing in the queue at Woolies or somewhere. This is in my head. It's an internal dialogue. People look at you and they judge you. Last week I said about the no makeup. Mm-hmm. So I'm pondering this, this, this morning, um, maybe I should put something on. Then I said, no, Shanaz, you said be your true self. Your true self never wears lipstick. Except maybe to a wedding or, or on Eid. <laughs> and then I'm so uncomfortable the whole time, just the lipstick on. So it, it's about always being tested. That when you find your authentic self, others are not going to like it. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Shafali, my absolute hero, worshipping, stalking kind of version on my side of consciousness and, 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 and conscious parenting, talks about embracing the true self. And most people who come for therapy have the hugest disconnection from the true self. If I cannot know myself or like myself mm-hmm. or trust myself, how can I then do this with another? Right. And how is that going to impact your, your, your relationships, including and mostly marriage? Mm-hmm. goes into parenting too because, you know, you, you find it hard to love your children in the way that they need. So you love with conditions. And um, uh, so for me, it's about personal journey no two people are going to go through the same process i give you the same work to do the same notes to read the same homework 
but because you're an individual, your answers and your your process is going to be different. Right. So don't compare and don't say, oh, my word, I don't know how long this is going to take, Shanaz. What are you talking about? <laughs> Find myself, like myself. But it's, it's hard. It's hard. And, and your energy you give off to people, you cannot really mask. When you're an authentic person, you can't mask it. You can't pretend to be, oh, I'm so at peace with myself when you actually go home and you like berate yourself. Because mm-hmm. that energy is what will come through. So maybe you'll fool a few people, right? but a long-term in a relationship and meeting needs. So meeting needs is a mutual thing. But this need for, we want others to meet a need. Because like I said earlier on, I'm a kind or whatever person I said I was. I, I can't expect it from other people. Mm. And I used to, and then you left disappointed. This unmet need is actually my need. Mm. How can I ask you to give me the need when you don't even see it as a need at all? Or you see me as, oh, you've got everything. You're so confident. You're so this happy, confident me, that corny <laughs> name. It's going to come back all the time. But I wouldn't change it because at the time when I was 2013, when I conceptualized, what, what, what do I want to say about myself? What do I want other people to desire for themselves? And that was it. Most people are wondering this happiness. What is this, mm-hmm. this, this thing? It's so intangible. Um, but confidence is something else. And, you know, I, I think of people that I've seen, you know, uh, through my life and how they've actually transformed. And, and, and you, you, you see it in a child as well. We were children as mm-hmm. well. And how we actually grew to become this sort of wholesome being, not completely wholesome, but, you know, we, we, we filled some of these needs that we, yes. we're referring to, you know. Um, and I mean, as, as a child, you are protected. You are, well, out yeah. some children you know for children who do feel protected that's a right that's a need that's what they they are required by right and when they grow up they need to give or offer that to someone else they need to offer that to themselves they need to start fulfilling that same mm-hmm. uh, need that was fulfilled by someone else they need to start fulfilling it for themselves mm-hmm. and you see people I mean I've seen it in, in careers as oh. well how people transform either for the good or either for the worst and when you see people transform for the good you see them more almost spiritually active mm. it's like they've aligned their needs to be something greater than and yeah. being at peace eh? yes yes mm. you do see that it's like uh, and i get shocked i've even seen people that was at school would school with me and are completely mm-hmm. different people today and uh, that's also the whole thing about judging people mm-hmm. and all that stuff. You know, you never know who they will become day. when mm. they've grown into a, an adult or when they've learned their lessons of life. And so would it be then correct to say that meeting these needs doesn't happen overnight? No, I don't or think. a week. I think you, your, your, <laughs> needs, your needs also evolve. Mm-hmm. I mean, so you can't say, oh, I've reached that point, all my needs are met. Mm-hmm. Um, because you don't know as life transitions and you change and things happen to you, that need that once was filled becomes open again. Right. Or a new need pops up because, yeah, I'm in a different phase of my life. Mm-hmm. So the, the, there's no end. And I mean, I keep on saying this, that this growth, this journey, there's no, um, there's no point where we can say we can relax now. Mm-hmm. It's an ever-growing, lifelong thing. So to... To want to enter a process where you're going to start to figure out what your unmet needs are, commit to doing it for a long time. Not all of it can needs to be done in the therapy process mm-hmm. uh, or, a, or a workshop or whatever it is you, you intend to do. It's very hard. Um, even with, with all the knowledge that I have, 
this my actual unmet need only dawned on me this year mm-hmm. i started a a year-long course with dr shafali so she does the lecture in the one evening and the meditation in the other evening and so twice a week we have this and every week we get homework and <laughs> she gets me because she gives me homework and i love giving <laughs> homework and in that process this dawned on me it it sometimes things are below the surface wanting to push through but you just need the process mm-hmm. to 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 illuminate oh that's what it is okay and so many blocks fall into place mm-hmm. that you can't believe that oh my word a lot of things that 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 were troubling you now just seem irrelevant yeah and that's just from one unmet need mm-hmm. now if you've got more than one then you can only imagine how many blocks are just up in the air you don't have that sense of fulfillment because that's what people are looking for fulfillment mm-hmm. so what rishan what makes you happy is not going to make me happy i was admiring your heels or whatever <laughs> and I, but i said to you i wear like foot flops and sketches and yes and they're a bit weird and, and and not fashionable but they're comfy and they for health reasons but it's about accepting that i accept that this is who i am these are my limitations i'm not apologizing I feel maybe awkward or cashy depending on on where I am but it passes quickly mm-hmm. it's when you go somewhere and you feel uncomfortable the whole time mm. and the feeling never goes away you take that home it grows it's like like a seed right. and then something else packs on it and when your child says you're the worst mother ever then that packs on you yeah, mm. I had one of those recently yeah, you tell me about so that we, last, last we, week we yeah. all <laughs> have those moments but we don't we're talking about back to the positive and the negative voices mm-hmm. My my head can get negative but my positive voice is let's just say he does boot camp mm-hmm. he's quite strong <laughs> so he he overpowers the negative one quite quickly so that really puts the the, the saying you know do unto others what you you want for yourself mm. and the same thing applies give to others what you want for yourself it doesn't always apply then because I want something different <laughs> than what they want but I'll leave it there confused as I am right now with that <laughs> what i just said very interesting discussion on unmet needs with shanazmus of happy confident me now once we understand our own needs and um we don't necessarily understand the other person's needs so how do we do we vocalize do we verbalize our our needs how do we uh, <laughs> you know that's such a i think that's where a lot of marriages and things go but wrong because we verbalize them no <laughs> because we don't even know we we have these unspoken needs uh-huh. and we want my husband is always saying in the early part of the marriage i don't i can't read minds eh? i can't read minds <laughs> so you often just assume because this is what i'm thinking mm. and needing that it's visible to the yeah. to the other person but it's not visible so yes maybe communicating your needs maybe but like i told you in the break when you communicate your needs your spouse may think you're nagging yeah I mean, what I'll, do you want from me it's also difficult to verbalize those needs because you haven't figured if you haven't yeah. figured them out mm-hmm. you you need to first identify i think the power comes from identifying the unmet need i think with that in itself comes this whole layer of awareness that you know what i don't need all of that yeah or, or the other person the view with unmet needs is that you cannot be dependent on another person to fill a need for you mhm i was going to ask that so, so yes you know my need now but now that you know i'm expecting you to fulfill that need so what's going to happen now if i don't I'm you felt bad before into, exactly felt, how are you yeah. going to feel now because Even i worse. just exactly <laughs> so the unmet need process is is a is an individual process mm-hmm. 
And it, a lot of it stems from, you know, these are, when you identify, you know what, I didn't have very conscious parents. I think maybe, you know, you realize maybe none of us really did, but this is how we were raised. But I wanted to be hugged more. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not a hugger, so there's not an example about me. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm lots of hugs now. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you yeah. wanted lots of hugs, but your parents were not physical. Mm-hmm. So you have this neediness to have physical affection, right? Are you going to marry a man who's going to love to give physical affection, chances are you going to be drawn to you, your parents' kind mm-hmm. of partner? So you're still going to have this, this, this need that you haven't uh, going to have met. And you may have kids and then you cling to them, hug mommy, hug mom, oh, you give the best hugs. And uh, but you need to understand that is this about connection between me and the child or my unmet need? Mm. That's also an issue because unmet needs filter into all relationships, especially parenting. I have this need to be needed. So you become very a helicopter parent doing everything for the child because now I feel needed. When I feel needed by someone, I feel loved and appreciated. But you shouldn't be wanting to feel needed by someone else. You Gosh. should, you know, I don't yeah. know. I don't know if but I'm talking in circles. No, no, it makes lots of sense. But you also leave one thinking, you know, that there's no, there's, there's no perfect. No, there's you no, shouldn't. You know? There's no perfect. This is an imperfect world, yes. <laughs> right? I'm going to read this. This is this is Dr. Shafali's words. We are we all grew up in an imperfect world. There's no such thing as a perfect parent or a perfect child. Even the most conscious of parents is going to miss meeting their children's needs some of the time. Let's not even begin to talk about unconscious ones. So what happens is you have these core needs missing. What do you do? You ha- the core needs give you a void. So the more needs you have unmet the more empty you are inside, you're a shell. Mm-hmm. What do you choose to put inside? Mm. Because what happens is, this is where substance abuse comes in. There's this huge void. This wanting to fill this, well, what is this thing? So you often have people going after multiple jobs, multiple partners, all these things for the inner void. The inner void is an unmet need. It's not, it's not a thing. It's not a thing or a person or a new pair of shoes or a trip overseas. <laughs> You know, as lovely as those things are. All right. And we're going to end it right there. And um, wow. Uh, so you have a lot to think about when it comes to your needs. I'm going to, we're going to leave you to that, to write down your wants and your needs. Make sure that needs are actual needs and not okay. wants. <laughs> Shukran, so much for always joining me here in studio and for sharing us some of your wisdom, um, Shanaz. Do contact Shanaz. What's your details? Happy Confident Me. They can get you on your yeah. Facebook and on the way. So it's www.happyconfidentme.co.za. And see what she has to offer there mm-hmm. on um, emotional well-being or different workshops. She's got adult and do you still have kids? Yeah. Kids workshops as well. in the year. And they're absolutely fabulous. I know this for sure. Shukran so much to you, Shanaz. We're going to miss you for the next few uh, <laughs> episodes. From me, Rashan. Assalamu alaikum. Have a fabulous week ahead. I'm from Cape Town. This is the voice of the Cape. 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 Women, you are the queens of our nation, the mother of our home, the pride of our children, a light always left on. You are refined in your ways, a woman of substance, substantially phased by her everyday conscience. A conscience to live in a way that uplifts not just her home, but the home of her brethren. Styled as a graceful woman on her throne, empowering lives to be filled with pride, hope, love, beauty, nourishment, soul, faith. Bring your ears closer now and your mind will explode. 
and be inspired by the words of Cover Mode.